Welcome to another episode of Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It is time once again to unleash the warrior within. Are you ready? It is great to be back and to be able to talk to you all. You're going to notice a difference in my recording today because I am actually in Illinois. I have uh, finally, for the first time since the pandemic, traveled and um, did not have all of my equipment with me, but I wanted to get something out there because I just wanted to touch base, keep uh, keep on um, trucking through and creating the next episode, but also to talk a little bit about sometimes, um, since I, um, my podcast is about empowering amputees and everything, I just wanted to kind of put something out there one that's personal but two that would also help because this is the first time I have traveled in what a year and a half and took a flight from Phoenix to Chicago and you know I had to remember all the things I was going to need to make sure that I had all of the doodads and the extra things that we need as an amputee Um, for one my crutches Uh, I can't maneuver at night or if I ever have to take my cr- my leg off without crutches. And I do have a pair of collapsible ones that I do use that are phenomenal. Um, I usually have to, and I'm forced to take a bag that's a little bit bigger every time, which is fine by me because I end up taking a lot of clothes and shoes and things like that. But the collapsible ones um, are great for my check bag. They literally will fold in half and then I can take the bottom portion out and it's you know they're probably maybe three three feet long maybe so I use those and then um, for those of you that didn't know if you need to get through security two tricks one it is really helpful to just use the wheelchair it does help you get through security a little bit easier than trying to push through with everybody taking shoes off and and having all their bags, their kids, things like that, um, you get brought right up and you maneuver through the line. They know exactly where to take you. And you're like, hey, obviously can't go through the regular machine. So I need to go through this. Not taking off my leg. You do not have to take off your leg. You should never be asked to take off your leg. Um, And you should never be asked to take off your shoes either because that is a pain for those of you that don't know. Um, One shoe is fine on your good leg, but if you're missing a leg, that shoe is usually a bugger to get off, but even worse to get on, especially when you're trying to move out of everybody's way and get it done. And I can't do it in a wheelchair that moves. So I keep my shoes on, but you are also able to take on an extra medical bag. And my bag goes with me everywhere I go. It's a backpack and it has my charging cord, an extra charging cord in there for my sea leg. It has ointments for those times when I get bruised up or um, uh, wear in my skin. Uh, It has the bag that I use to put my skin fit on. And I also have things like WD-40 for the squeaky days. Uh, I haven't had them, but just in case. And I have those um, one of those blowout um, canisters that helps blow out dust. 
that might get up in in the joint and everything and and be problematic. I got that actually for when we went to Kauai and I was going to be at the beach and I, or I should say around sand. I didn't take my sea leg on the beach necessarily, but you know, sand gets everywhere. So I have that. And I also use a water and rubbing alcohol in a spray bottle mixture so that I can, when I take my leg off at night, I spray the inside of my socket um, to cut down on bacteria and stuff and the, and anything that goes on in there with the sweat. So, you know, your bag is important to you. Oh, and I do have tools. I have a whole set of Allen wrenches in case I have to shift something out, change out a leg, change out a component, tighten a component, whatever, you know, that may occur. And all those things can go through. Even if it's more than four ounces of liquid, it'll go through. They they can't not let you take that through security, but they may stop and do a quick check on what exactly the liquids are. And that's not a big deal. It just takes a few more seconds, but you can't be denied it. They can't take it from you. So traveling, not a big deal. Now, I will also tell you that whenever we come into... Um, our suburbs of Illinois, uh, my family and I like to at least spend one night downtown Chicago. And we did that. Um, I actually just got back from that today. That's why this is coming out late because it is Wednesday evening. And normally I like to have my podcast out for you Wednesday morning. So I'm hoping to get this out by tomorrow morning. Um, But we were downtown for um, a full day, went to the Cubbies game, um, stayed in a hotel, and then walked around downtown. And I will tell you, um, being totally transparent, yesterday was tough. We did drive down, which we don't normally do. Usually we take the train from the suburbs, but we wanted to drive so we could do some sightseeing on the way home. Going back to childhood memories and things to show our boys where we kind of grew up, where I went to college and played ball for a year, things like that. Back and went over by Northwestern University and checked out the uh, Illinois beaches, which is kind of fun to go back to. But um, yesterday I was really, really struggling. I was hitting some sort of, um, I don't know if it was a nerve up by my sit bone, but I was, my foot was just buzzing the whole time. And I was just uncomfortable. I was walking crooked, walking funny. I just, it was really uncomfortable. And you know what? I try to be very, very coherent with my own emotions with things like this. Because I notice that when I am struggling with that feeling and it's not right, something's not right, and I'm trying to hike my leg up more, or I'm, I'm forcing myself to keep my leg in line, I notice that I get really, really short-tempered, <laughs> which is horrible for my family. Um... You'd think I was hangry or something, but uh, I do let them know. I just, I tell my husband, hey, listen, I am hurting. This is not a good feeling. I wouldn't wish this on anybody. I am trying my hardest to keep it together, but I'm hurting. But I also don't want to stop doing what we're doing. I don't want any um, concessions taken like where, oh, you sit and we'll go do this. Cause I went there to see things, you know, I want to be with my family. I mean, I didn't go through all of this and amputating my legs so that I could sit down and do nothing. So I will not let the amputation win. I won't let that pain win. Um, so I made it through. We walked all the way around the outside of Wrigley field, 
to kind of see the different bars and stuff that are there and went into a couple different stores. We had dinner downtown beforehand, went to the night game, walked around a little bit more. Um, I will tell you without a doubt, I was so grateful to take my leg off last night, but I also did not take it off prematurely. I made sure I made it through and did what I needed to do because it was important for me to be with my family the whole time. However, just because I take it off, it used to be I'd take it off and I'd be fine. But if I have worked, walked on my, my leg in um, a fashion that doesn't feel good and every step is kind of hurting, taking it off, then my residual limbs just pissed off. And it let me know until I fell asleep because I was so tired. It let me know most of the night that it was pissed off. And then putting it on today, I just know there's a muscle that I'm hitting or a nerve I'm hitting in the end that's that I just I bruise up, and it just continues to be agitated. It's been agitated pretty much the whole trip. Um, but when you're walking around downtown and you don't have places to just sit, um, you really kind of have to push through. And when you push through, you pay the price in the evenings. So luckily, I was tired from a long day, and I finally crashed and burned. And then this morning, I woke up. And I put it on, ugh, and I put it on and I was like, okay, this didn't totally feel right. You know, I had salty peanuts at the, at the game. I had a beer at the game. Some of those things can adjust the way your socket fits. And I, it went in, but it just didn't go in the way I like it. But I was like, well, it's in, you know, it's good. And we packed up our hotel stuff and got it to the car that was in the parking garage for the day. And I didn't get two blocks. And I was like, I am hurting so bad. I kind of put it on just a hair twisted. So my toe was in just even a millimeter inward more. And it was hitting like my um, huge artery in my femur up there in the groin area. And um, I'll tell you what, I was really angry. We were walking down Michigan Avenue and I had to walk about, I think, eight blocks, eight city blocks. And I I thought I was going to die. I was like, just get there, just get there, just get there, just get there. Finally got to where we were going, which if you know me, it was the huge Starbucks roastery they have on Michigan Avenue. If you've never been, you've got to go. It's four floors of amazing. Um like home home cooked home baked goods um right there you can see the stoves and and everything and the, the people cooking uh tons of uh, it's just crazy you'll have to see some pictures on Instagram of mine um but got there we we got you know our breakfast oatmeal and stuff and I went into the bathroom and for the first time in a very long time I grabbed my leg bag thank god I had it grabbed my my bag out of there that helps me put my skin fit on. I pulled my leg off in the bathroom, put the bag on and reinserted the leg into the socket and shimmied it down. And I was like, okay, this does still doesn't feel awesome. Like, cause I'm, I'm bruised. It's not going to feel great for a few days, but can I deal with it? That's, that was the question. And I'll tell you what, it made a world of difference. I was still feeling some of the pains and the residual aches and uh, zingers every once in a while because I've just kind of pissed things off in there 
but I was able to function. And more importantly, I was able to function with my family. I wasn't an emotional wreck. I wasn't um, angry and pent up with this pain that was gnawing at me. I finally was able to release that. Um, Normally, I can get through most of it, and I can get distracted. Um, But I'll tell you what, this morning and part of yesterday, there was nothing that could distract me enough from what I was feeling. But this this afternoon and all the rest of the day, and even right now as I'm speaking to you, as evening is coming and um, the darkness is setting in and the mosquitoes are coming out and getting my legs, um, it was much better. So I'll tell you what, you know what, this is a journey, folks. Um, being an amputee is a complete journey. Just because I got an amputation, that wasn't the end of the pain and the suffering and the problems. It was just a start of something different but more doable so that I can still live my life. But there are moments. It's just what it is. So if you are one of those people that's like so mad because you've lost your leg, it had to come off, maybe you had cancer or diabetes, maybe you were in an accident, or maybe like me, you chose to do it because you were not living a full life. Don't give up, okay? There's gonna be bad moments. There's gonna be painful moments. And I have to believe, even though I'm literally right in the middle of some of those right now, as I'm speaking, I have to believe that tomorrow will be better and I'll have a great week. I'll have a great month or maybe a great couple months. And and yeah, I'm going to enjoy those while I can, but I'm also not going to give up in the moments when I'm not feeling great. I'm just going to take it in stride and say this is short-lived and I will have to deal with it and I keep living. I want to live because I owe that to myself. I owe that to my family. And um, like I said before, I didn't go through this so that I could be sitting down again, doing nothing and being stuck on a chair, being stuck, not going and doing stuff with my family. Um, Being with my family and doing stuff like today is the most important thing in, in my world. And I will not let anything get in the way of that. And if I have to deal with some pain, then I will deal with some pain and I will take it with stride and I will continue to move forward. And that is all I ask of each one of you is don't give up. Understand that everything's a phase, everything's a journey, and it's not about all of a sudden getting there. If we were, how boring would life be if if my amputation was the end of that? And then what else would happen? You know, you can't enjoy the, the mountaintops unless you've been in the valley. And yeah, some of us go into the valley a little bit more than others. (laughs) And some of us struggle a little bit more than others. But everyone has them. Everyone has the valley they have to deal with, whether it's an emotional, physical, or mental struggle, relationships, whatever. Pain is there for everybody throughout their life. With the pain, though, comes amazing moments for you to just enjoy life. So right now, I'm in Chicago, a place I hold dear to my heart because my family's here. We have been able to see each other. It's been a blast. We got in and right away, one of my brothers had us over for dinner. And of course, we had to get pizza. Got Lou's pizza. We have one in Phoenix, but you know what? Having it in Chicago with family is better. And the next day was my husband's birthday. And we got both sides of our family together for a huge gathering of like 25, 26 people And it was so good to hug and be hugged and to laugh and reminisce and catch up. 
I mean, we haven't seen these par- our parents, we haven't seen our family in over a year, year and a half, almost two years. And it was good for the soul. And I'll tell you what, no matter what kind of pain I'm in, won't matter because all I remember is all those good moments. And then we get together. Um, today was amazing. We were just downtown Chicago and it was a beautiful sunny day. And there were people out and some mask wearing, some not. Some places required it still, but most of them didn't. Um, and, you know, when you have teenage boys, those moments that you want to spend together are priceless. And I know that when we're home, they have their own like life going on and one's in college and he's bebopping around and he just will be getting a job here this summer and the other one's going to be in football soon and then football will uh, take over most of his summer. But we drove home and we took a longer route and we spent about an hour and a half driving. And I'll tell you what, I have never laughed so hard and for so long of that trip. My abs had the best workout. I haven't been able to work out here. My abs had the best workout just laughing with my family and hearing my boys laugh uncontrollably at 17 and 19 just did this mama's heart so good. Like, I don't need to be anywhere but here and right in this moment with my family laughing and enjoying being able to be there for my dad even helping him with little things like issues with his phone um i reminisce as i'm standing out here i'm actually out on the deck of my parents porch and reminiscing about how much i miss my mom who passed away the same year i had my amputation so it was 2018 was a hard year beginning to end started with her passing and it ended with my amputation, literally January, then December. I know my dad misses her. And I sit out on this patio and the years they've been here and all the memories of family being just shoved on this small patio, just enjoying a drink, enjoying a barbecue, laughing, telling stories, ribbing each other because we're really good. I got three big brothers and a sister and we all just kind of go at each other. And, um, you know, we can just laugh and enjoy it. And I am beyond, beyond grateful for the memories that hold dear to me when I come home and how I get to relive them. And when I see my family and I get to hug them tight, knowing that they're always here for me and knowing that they love me for who I am and that they support me for everything I've gone through, um, I'm never alone. And that my boys enjoy being with their aunts and uncles and seeing their cousins and everyone growing up and and just being able to watch them grow up is incredible. We have got ones that are, I've got nephews and nieces getting married, having babies, and the family's just growing. But as an amputee, I'll tell you what, those moments that try to knock you down, we need to rise up and be stronger. And we need to know that there is something worth living for. And right now, right here in this place is everything that I live for. I don't need anything more than my family, my kiddos, my husband, my parents. Yeah, my brothers and sisters and their kids. This is where it is 
most powerful. This is where I draw my energy from. This is why I am a warrior and I will get through everything that, that gets thrown my way. That is my choice and that is where I plan to go with my life with every turn. I will never give up and I want that for you. Wherever you're at in life, whether you're an amputee or not, whether you're struggling with sickness or you know someone who is, everyone is going through something. So I guess my call to action for you today, and I am going to wrap this up a little shorter than normal because I am getting eaten alive by these Illinois mosquitoes. They're like dive bombing me. But my call to action is, is again, I feel like a simple one. But maybe it'll help you for seven days to think this way. I want you to live your life to your fullest. I want you to realize that the pain you might be feeling today could be gone tomorrow or the next week. It is never going to last a lifetime. You will get through whatever it is you are going through. You will succeed, but your mind has to be wrapped around that. You have to be wanting to succeed, willing to succeed. And you have to have that attitude because that attitude will dictate your positive images, your thoughts, and how you bounce back from stuff. So I want you to remember this. I want you to live your life fully, each and every moment. Live in the now. Live for right now. Not the pain you're going through, but what's going on around you. Who is there who depends on you? Who do you depend on? And if they have been supporting you, give them some love back. Enjoy these moments for what they are. Do not let pain or suffering dictate happiness or joy. You know, happiness comes and goes. I'm happy when I have a Starbucks in my hand. But joy is something my faith gives me. Joy tells me that today might be tough, but tomorrow will be better. And if I believe that, tomorrow's going to be better. I, I guarantee you, if I go to bed going, tomorrow's going to be great, glad the leg's off, I made it through the day, I'm proud of myself, tomorrow will be better. It will then. I promise you, my mindset will dictate my outcome of my next thought, my next move, and the way I feel. So live your life fully. Remember that it's a journey. We're not at a tail end of anything. We're in a journey with ups and downs, like a roller coaster. And sometimes the roller coaster is pretty intense. And we take it for what it's worth and know that it's a phase that that will end. And I just want you to just enjoy, make memories, make good memories with the people around you and surround yourself with people that you want to be with. Life is way too short to surround yourself with people that are not there for you, don't care, are fooey, like they're just ornery people to be around. Don't surround yourself with the negative. Surround yourself with the positive. Make those life changes. You will be better for it in the long run. Be positive. Attack the day. Seize the day, right? Carpe diem. And until next time, be healthy, be happy, be you.